are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good show for you today. Got a couple Bachelor notes to go over for you. Some Big Brother news in the world of BB24 winner Taylor Hale. I brought her up yesterday on the Daily Roundup. I've already got my answer as to why she has me blocked. Get into that. Talk about the challenge. We'll talk about Survivor. And we'll talk a little sports. And we will get to that momentarily. This podcast brought to you by First Leaf. First Leaf makes it simple to discover new wines you'll love. They learn your taste, then deliver quality wines right to your door. Sign up today and you'll get your first six bottles of wine for $39.95 plus free shipping. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash realitysteve. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash realitysteve to get your first six bottles for $39.95 plus free shipping. Tryfirstleaf.com slash realitysteve. Also, this podcast brought to you by Dame Products. Try adding a toy into the mix and discover new layers of pleasure you can share plus sex that you will look forward to. Dame Products. Go to dameproducts.com and use code REALITYSTEVE for 15% off your first order. That's dameproducts.com, promo code REALITYSTEVE for 15% off your first order. All right, let's get uh, right into it. I don't have a ton to fill you in on in regards to what's going on on the Bachelor season. As we know, it was Tuesday night was the rose ceremony, so they have begun getting out of the Bahamas, and they are on to their next location. I don't know where they're headed yet. I hope to find out soon. Hopefully I have a lead out there that will get back to me. And I'll let you know as soon as I find out, if I find out. Uh, Yesterday I did tweet out something in regards to something I've known for a while in regards to what happened on Zach's season earlier in the season. And we do have somebody from a past season of The Bachelor and a past season of Bachelor in Paradise who comes on the show this season during the first group date of the season. They are part of the actual group date, and then they stick around for the after party trying to uh, throw her hat into the mix and become uh, one of Zach's women. Uh, Did not go well for her, to say the least. I tweeted that out yesterday. Obviously, the guesses started coming fast and furious. Most of the guesses were of people that they are fresh on people's minds, the people thinking like Sally or Kira or anything. But, you know, I did say in the tweet, former Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise contestant. So I, I don't know if I'd call people that are currently on the season of Bachelor in Paradise former, but maybe because they, maybe because Sally and Kira are both gone, they thought that's why they, they took that as former. I don't know, but... It's not anyone from this recent season of Paradise or any of Clayton's women. So what I'm going to do is I was thinking of, you know, using this when I start to release more information about who was on the dates in Los Angeles, the group dates and all that. But, you know, I tweeted this out and every time I tweet something out about a spoiler that I'm going to reveal... It turns into this, like, there's nothing in this, listen to, you know, my tweet. My tweet said this, a little teaser about Zach's season. A former Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise contestant shows up during the first group date after party of the season to seemingly try and throw her hat into the ring and become one of Zach's women. It didn't go well for her. So automatically that turns into 
you know, nothing in that said this is the biggest news ever. Nothing in that said it's one of the biggest names in the franchise. It's not really that big of a name. I'm just giving you information about what happened earlier this season. But it turns into something that I'm somehow I played this up into something that like it's like I can't say anything without everyone running to the you know all the accounts and oh my god he's going saying this and doing all I said was there's a girl who shows up this season that literally doesn't even last an episode so again something I say getting completely taken out of context when I didn't even play it up as something major it's just a spoiler there are tons of spoilers for this season some are big some aren't but uh, I'll tell you at the uh, in the intro for uh, my podcast today, uh, podcast number 308, which is with Kate Casey of the Reality Life Podcast. That'll be up in a couple hours. I'll uh, I'll say it. Uh, I'll, I'll give you the info there of what I have because it wasn't just, like I said, showing up at the after party because there was some other involvement. So I'll let you know in a couple hours on that podcast. In terms of, like I said, where they're headed next, I don't know yet. Hopefully, I will soon. I know, obviously, yesterday was a it was a crazy day, and a lot of stuff swirling around, and a lot of things being said about who's still on the show, and who isn't on the show, and how many women are left, and who's left, and all this different reporting on who's there and who isn't. I, I don't know. I find it all kind of comical, actually. I just kind of watch from afar and laugh and giggle um you know I, I, this is this is what happens every season and you're gonna have some reports that are out there that are accurate and you're gonna have some reports that are wrong but i mean if you just literally throw every name out <laughs> obviously some things are gonna end up being right and some things are gonna end up being wrong um but yeah i mean there's there's wrong information out there of course there is uh, because it happens every season. There's been wrong information out there since the very beginning of the season in regards to Zach's women. So, you know, just let it play out. You'll get your answers. Um, nothing if, whether I tell you today or I tell you in a week, it's still the same thing. So you'll get your answers, and um, I just want to put everything uh, all together when I have everything ready to go, and you'll have that. So look forward to that in the next... I don't want to give an actual time frame because I don't necessarily know when I'm going to have exactly all of it. But there is a lot this season um, that I just haven't posted about yet because I want to put it all in one thing. Because kind of like how the Bachelor in Paradise spoilers went, I say something, I post it, it's in one post, and then it gets lost in the shuffle, and then you're asking, well, wait a second, when did you say that? I'm like, well, it's right there. And um, with, with a daily podcast, with a Thursday podcast, with columns, I'm trying to make sure everything goes in, you know, if I say something on the podcast, I do want to put it in written form. And sometimes I just forget because of the daily roundup now. It's like I don't have columns on Mondays or Fridays. The only time I write anything is Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and then Thursdays. And Thursdays column is usually just my two podcasts unless there's something that I really need um, to get out there. So I'm really trying to remember like today. I will have the answer to who's the former contestant that came back, but I have to remember to put that in writing in the column so it is there in regards to Zach's season. So, But, you know, everyone that's expecting this boffo name and, oh, wow, 
It just you got to temper your expectations. Nothing I wrote should have given you any sort of reason to believe that this was some big name in the franchise. All it is is a spoiler of something that happened earlier in the season, and I figured I'd just bring it out now. So look forward to that in a couple hours on the Thursday podcast. Like I said, it's going to be Kate Casey of the Reality Life podcast, and we talk about a lot of things. The first 45 minutes aren't even about Bachelor, and usually I talk to her about what's going on in Bachelor Nation, and we talk about Paradise and stuff like that. That's not until the last 15, 20 minutes of the podcast. We cover reality shows. We cover Real Housewives stuff. We cover documentaries, uh, something we always do when we have Kate on because she is like, number one, the number one like Real Housewife whisperer out there, and she loves documentaries on Netflix and she knows all about them, and she can really fill you in on stuff that maybe you're interested in. So we do that, uh, and that'll be on Thursday's podcast coming up. All right, another thing from yesterday is I mentioned that Taylor Hale, the winner of Big Brother 24, had me blocked on Instagram, and I had no idea why. Well, clearly word got back to her. I'm sure it was a lot of you listeners that maybe messaged her and said, hey, Reality was talking about why he was blocked. What's up? She messaged me and said she just didn't want to know spoilers, so she blocked me. I mean, I guess she could have muted me. She, I didn't even know she was following me, but she didn't want to know spoilers, so that's why she said she's blocked. We had a little conversation, and obviously being a pageant woman herself, I told her I judged Miss Dallas this past weekend and told her who the winner was, and I hope she meets her. She's a great girl. So we also discussed having her on the podcast. I just have to arrange it through media, and it looks like Taylor will definitely be coming on the podcast at some point, either next week or maybe the week after. I'm not sure yet. We're just locking down a time. So thank you to those of you who reached out to her. So she was able to message me and unblock me, and now we both follow each other. So that's good. I can't wait to talk to her because, obviously, as the winner of this season, the first black woman in Big Brother history to win, coming off the season of the cookout and what she had to deal with on the show, there is so much to dive into. We even discussed it a little bit on our DMs about how much there is to discuss and I want to dive into the pageant world because she is not only a, a former pageant winner, but she's involved pretty deeply into kind of what's going on in the Miss USA system. So hopefully we will uh, get into that as well. The Challenge, Ride or Dies, premiered last night, and it's such it's so great to have that one back. Look, I watched the CBS Challenge. It's like MTV Challenge Light is what it is. It's While it's still the same stuff and you do have drama, it's just not the same without our familiar characters that we love to hate, the Fessies of the world, the Devons of the world, and you know, among others. There's plenty of others. Nelson, I'm just... The one thing about it was... The you know we didn't know how it was going to work with usually the the daily challenge the winner you know is the you know the what's the word I'm looking for what do they call them the, not the leaders but 
they have say in who's going into this year. It's called the zone. So who's going into the zone and Johnny from love Island. And I forget his partner. I forget her name. She's a rookie. That's why I don't remember her name. They won. They have to talk to four different rider dies. And then everyone's just assuming, Oh, they're going to choose one to go in. And then that team is going to face, you know, we didn't know. We didn't know until we got the rules and we find out the rules. And the other three teams have to draw a sword. And two of the swords are empty. One of the swords says safe. So that team is safe. And that means the team that Johnny and his partner chose will now be facing off against one of the two teams that the safe team has to choose. If you didn't, if you saw it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But if you didn't, it, yeah, it could be a little confusing. Anyway, the thing was, it was Kayla and her husband, Kayla Casillas and her husband, against Devin and Tori, in kind of a balancing challenge in the, in the zone. And Devin and Tori wiped the mat with them. They won. They had their five balls in when Kayla and her husband only had one. However. Listening to any podcasts or reading any pre-show interviews, we already know that later on this season, Tori's ex, Jordan, comes on the show with Anissa. Like, Jordan and Anissa are a team that are brought in later on. So, and Tori has done numerous interviews where she's talked about, like, Jordan and I are in our best place that we've ever been. It definitely was strange, and we definitely have our moments this season, but we are now in the best place we've ever been since our breakup. It's like, okay, but that kind of gave away the ending of the first episode since we knew Tori and Devin weren't going to lose. Now, I guess MTV doesn't care because it's the first episode elimination, but, I, you know, I want a little suspense. You know, the second Tori and Devin went in, I'm like, all right, well, they obviously win because we know Tori and Jordan you know, butt heads this season for a little bit. And we know that she said things are great between them. So clearly they they were going to win. I really loved how they brought in Bananas and Nani. That was great. It actually gave me goosebumps, even though you knew he was coming. And again, I don't know any spoilers to this season, but having these people on podcasts and doing pre-show interviews, hyping up the season you know that Johnny and Nani last long, if not win this thing. It just, it's it's almost too obvious. Although I did see one clip in the previews for the season of Nani in a ambulance in a neck brace. Actually, I think it was Nani. I should have paused it, but I'm almost positive that was Nani. The other thing I didn't really understand about the challenge last night was, and they do this a lot, it's happened a lot, and I don't know why they haven't said it in the past, I think past reasons were COVID related and maybe they are not allowed to say, but you know, Casey and her brother, you know, Nani's girlfriend, Casey, former winner of big brother herself is partnered with her brother. He's her ride or die. They get to the first challenge and then TJ says, Oh yeah, by the way, Casey and her brother, I forget his name have been eliminated or had to, can't be here anymore. And just zero explanation. So is this a COVID thing and they're not allowed to say it? Are we ever going to get an answer? If anybody does know the answer, can you hit me up and just email me just so I know for my own 
well-being. I just want to know. I just I hate the way the show just says, oh, yeah, by the way, this team is gone. And they don't give you any reason whatsoever. Then they bring in two new teams, Nam and his partner, and Olivia from the first, was it first season? No, second season of, maybe even third season of Love Island. I think it was second season. I just know her and Corey won, and they have since broken up. So, and we know that Olivia is a giant flirt, according to her. And we already see Nelson working that. And Nelson's partner is already hooking up with Johnny. So probably not far-fetched to think that maybe Olivia and Nelson hook up this season. I, I I don't really think I'm going out on a limb there. But I really would have liked to have known. I hate when they get rid of teams and say, oh, they had to be eliminated. And don't tell us why. That just kind of sucks. I told you that Wednesday night is my big night for TV now with Survivor, Real Love Boat, Amazing Race, and Challenge. All I watched last night was Survivor and Challenge. Love Boat can wait. That's not something that I have to watch on Wednesday nights. And Amazing Race, there's probably a good chance I never get around to it this season. It's just Wednesday gets so backed up. So I don't think I'm going to watch Amazing Race. But who knows? Maybe I'll get around to it. Actually, Kate Casey talks about that in today's podcast about there's a uh, there's a there's a team on the amazing race this season of identical twins that just found each other last year. That's an interesting story. Might give me a reason to push forward and actually watch it. But yeah, last night just watched Survivor, just watched the challenge and Survivor had another, you know, one of these once we knew which tribe was going to tribal council all the talk surrounded, oh, this person's obvious choice. We got to get Geo out. It's obvious. We need to go after him. And this team of four, the three women, and I, I'm not good with the names yet, at least not all of them. Three women and one of the guys said, oh, yeah, Geo's our target. And then one of the women started getting paranoid, and she wouldn't believe that they weren't targeting her, which then turned into them targeting her because she was paranoid, and she ended up being the one going home. Lindsay was the one that ended up going home, but... Of course, the editing made you think, oh, this was a no-brainer. It's going to be Geo. And then they throw the Lindsay twist in there. You're like, oh, okay. So that was Survivor last night. Good episode. Solid episode. The teams helping each other was rather interesting during the immunity challenge. I can't remember the team. There's one of the team names is Baca. And one of the and one of them's Coco, right? Coco? I can't remember the other one. So, but one the, the team that finished first to get immunity first helped out the team that had the second most players. Or uh, it, Coco was the team that had to go to Tribal Council because they lost. But this is their first time at Tribal Council. So it was interesting seeing one of the teams help out another team, but not Coco. And now Coco's all pissed off. I really hope their team name is Coco. I've just said it five times in the last minute. But. Survivor was good episode last night. I'm just so pumped for the real challenge. They should just call it that on MTV. Let's just call it the real challenge and call challenge on CBS the faux challenge, fake challenge, challenge light, whatever you want to call it. And I didn't notice TJ saying anything last night at the beginning of the episode that the winner of this season goes on to this challenge world championships, but I'm sorry. 
Danny and Sarah, hey, you were the winners of the challenge on CBS. You deserve to win. I'm not taking anything away from them, and they will go on to compete in the world competition, but please tell me that the winners of the MTV show get to do it too. Don't tell me they're excluding them because it's not some CBS deal. Please tell me that. And the one last final thought I'm going to say about the challenge is Turbo scares me. That guy literally is unhinged. And I think he has the ability, like something already tells me he's getting kicked off this season for something. Didn't he get kicked off the last season he was on for threatening or hitting somebody? That guy is scary. And I can only imagine what happens with him this season. Man, you can't say anything to that guy without him freaking out. And finally, I'm I'm a little distraught. I don't let sports ruin my mood ever, but obviously you know I'm a Dodger fan. Not happy with the results tonight. Again, I'm worried about this team that consistently dominates in the regular season, then gets to the postseason, and just for nine years now, outside of the 2020 COVID season, struggles to get big hits when they need them. They had so many opportunities last night. In the sixth inning, they had, was it first and third, nobody out, down by one, didn't score. The seventh inning, it was first and second, I believe, nobody out, didn't score. And it's just, that's that's why I say it's very easy to lose three out of five. I don't care how many games you won. They could have won 120 games in the regular season. All it takes is going two and three over a five-game stretch and your season's over. That's it. Or if you get to the LCS, go three and four over a seven-game stretch. That's it. That's all it takes. And when you have efforts like last night, you hit three solo home runs in the first two innings and never score the rest of the game. Last night, they had five runs in the first three innings, never scored the rest of the game. Thankfully, their bullpen held on, and they only gave up three runs and scoring five themselves, but... This is what I mean. Anybody that's not a Dodgers fan and doesn't follow them on a regular basis wouldn't understand this. This team scores in bunches and loves to run the score up, but plenty of times over this domination the last nine years, they get to the playoffs and they just can't get a big hit. And three solo home runs in the first three is two innings. Yeah, that's all great and dandy, but when you don't score for the next seven innings, and you blow opportunity after opportunity after opportunity, that's what costs you a game. And now you're 1-1 headed back to San Diego. Not that, you know, just because San Diego's home they're going to win, but they're not making it easy on themselves, and they never do. And uh, it's just a tightrope walk with this team every single time they're in the playoffs. Hopefully they can turn it around, and hopefully they can start hitting in clutch situations. But, man, I've seen nine years of this, and exactly the way they lost – Last night's game is how they've lost so many post-game, uh, postseason games in the last nine years. It's just repetitive watching this team. No matter who they put on their in their lineup, how much money they spend, they get Freddie Freeman in the offseason, who's a stud. Trey Turner is an absolute stud himself. Mookie Betts, Will Smith, Justin Turner. like These guys are clutch during the regular season. Come the postseason, though, it's been a different story. So let's turn it around, Dodgers. 
let's do this or else I'll be upset. And you don't want me to be upset, do you? No, you don't care. Anyway, thank you all for tuning in. Check back in a couple hours on your Reality C podcast feed. will be podcast number 308 with Kate Casey from the Reality Life podcast. And I will fill you in on the person from earlier this season who shows up and tries to get on Zach's season and doesn't. So look for that in a couple hours. So thank you all for tuning in. Really appreciate it. And we will talk to you tomorrow. See you.